You're listening to Romero's Sports Room, where there is no room for anything else but sports. There will be boxing, soccer, and the NFL, recapping all of the previous games, all of the stats, future games, and boxing fights coming up. Welcome to episode one of Romero Sports Room. Uh, today we're going to talk a little bit about the Raiders and the 49ers game that just finished uh, on Thursday Night Football. And we're going to preview every other game going on in week nine and uh, also going to look at deadline deals and come coming into week nine, what deadline deal you we think is, is best or that I think is best. And then we're going to top it off today going off of the stats of for the NFL going into week nine. So I'm going to go ahead and talk about the games of week nine and who I think is going to win. Let's start off with the Bears. I do think the Bears are going to win against the Bills. Uh, They do have a scary defense and Trubisky has been playing good. The Panthers are going against Tampa Bay. Uh, Carolina's coming off of two hot wins. Cam Newton is playing like his MVP season and that's good for them. And they are an elite team. And I think that the Bucs have a trash defense. Kansas City is going up against Cleveland. Cleveland bringing in their defensive coordinator, promoting him to head coach uh, when they fired their coach last week. Uh, the Kansas City has a high-powered offense that the Browns will not be able to stop, so I think Kansas City takes this one. Uh, we're going to have Miami at uh, New York with the Jets. Uh, they have both been inconsistent, but I give the Dolphins the edge because they do have that better defense. The Lions versus the Vikings. The Vikings is, are not what everybody thought they would be this year. The Lions just traded Golden Tate, though. I think Kirk Cousins is the difference in this game. So the Minnesota gets this game. Falcons versus the Redskins. The Redskins are also coming on a winning winning streak, but they have had an inconsistent season. And the Falcons have one of the 16th ranked defenses, I mean, offense in the NFL. I think their key is stopping Peterson in the run uh, to take that win. But I do think that Atlanta uh, does take that W. Uh, Texans at Broncos. Uh, the Broncos just let go of Thomas too. The Texans. So this is going to be a good game for him to see, uh, to for the Broncos to see what they let go. He's replacing an injured Fuller. That's going to be a big factor in the game, I believe, because Hopkins is getting double teamed. So Thomas is going to have a few snaps where he's going to get the ball thrown at him. Denver, I think, is an average team this season because of the offense that they do have. They are competitive on the defensive side, but they are really limited in offense. So I think Houston takes this game. Chargers at Seahawks. Chargers has a top defense containing uh, Russell Wilson, I think, is going to be the key for them, although that's a difficult task to do. And Phillip Rivers, I think, will also be the difference in this game uh, that San Diego takes. uh, Or Los Angeles Lakers, sorry, takes... Uh, that game as well. The Rams and the Saints is a beautiful game that you guys have to watch regardless if you guys like the Rams or Saints uh, or any other team by, in that matter. They did uh, The Rams did add Fowler as another edge rusher, which to me just means they're bringing somebody on that edge to put that quarterback back in the pocket 
so Donald or Sue can get him. And of course, you can't go to the other side because you got Michael Brockers there. Four first round picks in that defensive line. It's going to be a great game. Whoever wins this game, by far the top candidate to win the Super Bowl. Uh, but the Rams, I think, will edge out on this one. They are 8-0 for a reason. And they do have a blueprint of how to beat the Saints from Tampa Bay. So the Rams will go ahead and take that W. <clears throat> we have a, a battle of elite quarterbacks in the Packers and the Patriots. I think the Packers will go ahead and take this one. Tennessee and Dallas. I just I just think Tennessee is better than Dallas. So we'll go ahead and give that to Tennessee. Pittsburgh and Ravens is a good game to a rivalry game. A good game between top offenses versus top defenses. Uh, if Big Ben gets to play, I think that Pittsburgh takes it. If Big Ben does not play, I think the Ravens take it. So those are all of the games that are going on this week, guys. And I think that the Bears will win. Panthers will win. Kansas City will win. Miami is going to win. Minnesota is going to take a W. I think Atlanta is going to win. I think Houston, both LA's, Green Bay, Tennessee, and Pittsburgh. We're going to go ahead and also talk about the deadline deals uh, that went through on Tuesday. Uh, at least the top ones for that matter. We have Thomas going from Houston, or I'm sorry, from Denver to Houston. I think he uh, the, he does play Denver this week, so that's a really good matchup to watch. He replaces injured Fuller. Great option downfield when uh, Hopkins is double teamed. Although people are saying the picks that Denver got are what makes it better and all of that. I do think that Houston, in the level of season that they're having, or the good season that they're having for that matter, they do get the better trade out of this because they do get a player that was top five in catches for Denver. I think he was third about to pass Shannon Sharp for receptions. So I think Houston got the better end of this deal. Second trade that I think is worth mentioning is Haha Clinton Dix going from Green Bay to Washington. It add, adds depth to Washington in a secondary with names like Swearinger and Josh Norman. I know I might be saying uh, DJ's name wrong, but hey, I tried. But you got Josh Norman and DJ in that secondary, and you're adding Haha Clinton Dix, who's one of the leaders in interceptions this year. It's just amazing how Green Bay can let that go. But uh, as you saw with uh, Alexander last week against the Rams, you might have a reason to let him go but still it's a good player going to to Washington for picks and he's young another player as well is Golden Tate going from Detroit to Philly it adds another great receiver for Carson Wentz to look downfield to and you know that the Philly won the Super Bowl last year so you're just giving them more ammunition to try to do that again this year I think Philly wins on this one as well uh Another one I'm going to touch on is a, pre a pretty much a funny trade to me. Uh, Ty Montgomery goes from Green Bay to the Ravens. You know that Green Bay did not want to just release this player, so they traded him away. Uh, I mean, I guess that was a smarter thing to do because they got some picks out of him instead of just trying to release him. But that last play is the only reason why he he's leaving. And then I think the best trade 
was Fowler's trade from Jacksonville to LA. Although he wasn't a starter for the Jacksonville Jaguars, guys, he had a total of eight sacks last season when they were ranked the number one defense in the NFL. Granted, the Rams are not the number one ranked defense, but like I was saying in my earlier segment, he is going to have to do that edge rush because that's why he got that eight sacks last year. When you have an edge rusher that might not be elite, but is good enough to get pressure on that quarterback like Fowler will be, he's going to force that quarterback to step into the pocket and not out of the pocket like the first couple of games for the Rams have been. Now, you see that they have problems with their cornerbacks and Marcus Peters or in that secondary. They were hoping that with Donald and Sue and everything that they had assembled, that the quarterbacks wouldn't have that much time to throw. Uh, and of course, they did bring in guys that are good man-to-man coverage in Tlaib and in Peters. But now the quarterbacks don't just got to worry about Sue and uh, Donald. They're going to have to worry about Fowler on the edge as well. Not to mention that on the other side, you got Michael Brockers coming your way as well. So I think they're going to have a small, small gap to throw against the Rams. And if for any reason a receiver gets it, they're not picking up much yards or the quarterbacks are going to throw a lot of interceptions. So this is actually, I think, the best trade, even though Fowler is not a Pro Bowl player. He's not an elite player like Donald or Sue. When you have elite players like that around your team, you're going to look better. We're also going to talk about uh, the 49ers getting that W today against the Raiders. Uh, One thing I will start off by saying is that the Raiders are garbage. Uh, I do live here in Las Vegas, Nevada, so I will see them when they come down here. But John Gruden, I don't know what you're doing, man. It's unbelievable you traded away key pieces for you to even get a few wins. For the 49ers... To go in there, it or to go in the game for that matter, and to score more than 30 points on you, and you not even get a touchdown. You only got on the board for a field goal. It's just amazing how bad the Raiders are this year. You guys have to understand how bad they are. Now, both teams are only fighting for draft picks at this point because I don't think they can save a season. But I do want to give um, props uh, to Shanahan for giving the first game to uh, this quarterback coming out of the bloom, uh, this rookie quarterback, this specific game to play. I think his name was Mullen. Uh, Don't know the right pronunciation, but uh, that's how it's spelled. He had, I think, 16 completed passes for over 200 yards and three touchdowns. He was throwing some passes that made him look like a veteran back there it seemed like it was Garoppolo that was in that backfield guys it was it was incredible to watch but you do have to understand that the the Raiders have no pass rush he had all the time in the world to throw that ball not downplaying anything or any any passes or not downplaying this kid's game but guys 
Raiders are garbage. That's the key point in this. They now go to, I think, 1-8 and eight, uh, or 1-7, depending if they've had their buy yet. But they've only won one game this season. And I think they're going to have more first-round picks than they do wins this year. That's how bad they are. Last thing we're going to talk about today, guys, is going to be the league leaders in all major stats. We're going to have passing yards, uh, Kansas City's Patrick Mahomes. We're going to have the LA Rams, Todd Gurley with uh, 800 rushing yards. We're also going to have receiving yards, Adam Thielen from Minnesota, another LA Rams player with the number one spot in all total sacks Aaron Donald with 10 and uh, DJ Swearinger from Washington Redskins with four interceptions out in the year we're gonna go back on our next episode we're gonna look back and see who is still number one after week nine you have reached the end of this episode of Romero's Sportsroom Podcast. Connect with me on all social media platforms. They will be in the description of the episode. Thank you for listening.